Hello and welcome to Mouth Matters, the world's first podcast dedicated to all things oral healthcare. I am your host, Hudson Hector, a dentist and hygienist. And I'm Jennifer Mitchell, a registered dental hygienist with a passion for making people smile. Each week, we'll dive into fascinating topics, expert advice, and practical tips to help you achieve and maintain a healthy and beautiful smile. So sit back, relax, and let's get ready to explore the wonderful world of oral health together. Welcome everyone to Math Matters Podcast. I'm so excited with the first episode of Math Matters. I am your host, Hudson Hector, and I have my co-host with me, Jennifer Mitchell. Hi! Awesome, awesome. I welcome everyone, our audience, wherever you are listening to us, in your car, at home, and we welcome you in that first episode. Jennifer, can you tell the audience about you? Hi, everybody. My name is Jennifer. I'm a registered dental hygienist. Uh, I have been a hygienist for about four years now. And prior to becoming becoming a dental hygienist, I was a dental assistant for about 10 years. So I've been in the field for quite a long time. I'm really excited about being on the podcast with you, Hudson. Um, I have a huge passion for dentistry and dental education. Um, I've worked in several different states um, throughout my career, and I'm just excited to get the word out there and promote good oral health with you. Thank you, Jennifer. I'm so excited in that you accept the offer to be my co-host. Of course. Uh, Thank you for having me. No, my pleasure. My pleasure. And I'm sure the audience will have a blast with you. And we're going to have some fun. Dentally fun. But, some yeah, dental definitely. fun. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Awesome. So introduce yourself. Tell the audience a little bit about yourself, Hudson. My name is Hudson. Hudson Hector. And I often refer myself to for my patient to remember my name has Hudson River and in New York, Hudson River, Hudson Valley, or Hudson Bank. <laughs> Easy to remember. Uh, I've been in the field of dentistry for over 23 years. I started very young. Uh, I am a hygienist. I'm a dentist. I've seen it in the profession. I did different fellowships. And I've pretty much I work mostly in Connecticut and New York. I've traveled the world, many places in the world, to give good care. I went to Africa, in the Caribbean, in Europe, different places. And I'm excited to bring a wealth of knowledge and, and experience in the show to share with you, Jennifer. I know you are full with experience eh, to my audience. And as well, I've taught the dental assistant. I've, I've been there. I've been in the block in this field. And I'm excited to share a lot with my audience. Yeah, me too. Um, also, another thing, uh, when we were talking about this the other night that you mentioned, um, you said the one of the main reasons why you wanted to start the podcast is to spread knowledge and that knowledge is power. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, definitely. The main reason I started the show, it's because I have seen a lot of thousands thousand of patients during my, my time in dentistry in different places. And I can say the problem, I realize a lot of patients are not aware. They are not 
fully educated about the mouth. The mouth itself, it's not about teeth. When you think about people's teeth, it's deeper than that. We need teeth to masticate, to speak clearly, but we need the mouth because it's a part of the body. I always say the mouth is the gate of the body. And personally, a lot of diseases of the body, I can see it before any physician can see it in the mouth. All the signs are in the mouth and the tongue and different part of the mouth. That's why I'm quite excited to share that knowledge. I want my my audience, I want my patient, as well as your patient, and not only here in America, because we're going to syndicate that show internationally as well, that people can know in a way they can be well-informed when making decisions about oral health. It's not dental or oral hygiene only, it's about oral health. And why is it important for people to take care of their mouth, not only of the teeth for gum disease or for cavities, it's deeper than that. Right. That's where we're going to go in diving. And I'm so excited that we're going to have different guests in the show. We're going to have a surgeon. Yeah. We're going to have an endodentist. We're going to have orthodontist. We're going to have physician. We're going to have oncologists. Nurses. Even nurses, physician assistant, gynecologist. Because the mouth, like I say, it's the you first part is the gate. Even gynecologists. <laughs> because if I have a little bit about that, if someone, their mouth is not clean, like someone is pregnant, they can have a, like a mm-hmm. low stillbirth kid yeah. Yeah. because of the bacteria that can live in the body. That's another subject completely. And right. I cannot wait to dive in into that yeah. about the good bacteria, bad bacteria. Oh man, I'm so excited and I cannot wait. <laughs> I Me cannot too. wait. Mm. And it's exciting, people. It's ex- really exciting. I'm really excited to start that uh, yeah. that podcast. And there's many things to come. And Definitely. what is your point of view about like educating your patient? I know you've been in the field a lot. What do you see uh, as knowledge of? I don't want to see lack of knowledge. What do you think information that your patient that the patient needs? Yeah. So I feel like um, working with patients. There are a lot of people out there who just aren't aware of their mouths or just their general bodies. Um, You know, I've seen patients where they've had a broken tooth and they didn't even know it was broken. I would immediately notice. Um, So I really push patients to be accountable to themselves, take responsibility to for themselves and um, really become aware of their bodies, their minds, um, and just really be aware of what's going on with them. And I feel like the mouth, uh, it's out of sight, out of mind, but you said something really interesting. We, you know, there's a saying that says the eyes are the window to your soul where, well, your mouth is the window to your total body. Exactly um, the game. <laughs> yeah. And um, a lot of systemic disease does manifest in the mouth uh, first or, you know, and we can use a lot of those oral findings to determine other things wrong in the body. So that's why I really push the patients to really be aware of what's going on in there. Um, it's kind of like a, the first alarm to how you're feeling totally. And um, I just want to get patients um, more available knowledge. I have a lot of 
information in my head. I know you have a lot of and, information uh, <laughs> in your head. I want to get it out and get it into the patient's head, yeah, um, the average person. And also, I um, not just the average person, but also dental professionals. Um, being a, a, a medical professional, things change every day. We need to discuss new findings. We need to discuss new techniques, push each other to really help our patients. So I'm, I'm all for education all the way around, full circle. Yes, definitely. To, to go back to what we're talking, you mentioned a little bit that when we talk about systemic disease, a lot of things, for example, lupus, we are pretty okay. much the first person that can see it. Mm -hmm. And you have like diabetic. We can see that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I remember a couple years ago, I have a patient that have a metastatic, metastatic a cancer tumor in the jaw. Uh huh. A metastatic yeah, tumor yeah. in the jaw. Mm -hmm. And the patient did not want to take a panel, a panorex. Mm -hmm. And then I convinced the patient that is very important to never have it. And when we take it. Boom, the tumor was there. Right. And I told the patient, you need to get that check. Yeah. And the patient never into any like mammal test, you know, option to check that. And then they went to the doctor. And guess what happened? What? It's they had breast cancer yep. that started in that metastasis in the in the mouth. And it's very evident a lot of things happen. Like for me, a very often. I can say nine, 98% of the time, I try to do something that's called intra and extra or examination for my mm -hmm. patient. Yep. And I hopefully most, a lot, a lot of providers do that. And I have a patient, I remember I was doing a rotation in one of the hospital and I did a EOIO for those patients. EOIO mean EO mean intra O and EO mean extra O examination. Right. And when I pipe the left node, boom, something was weird. I can feel the ganglion. And then oh. exactly per perfectly all over here, the neck, the occipital region, the neck, exactly. But definitely the muscle and all of that. It's not only massage. It's, it's feel good as a massage too. Right, <laughs> yeah. Not to, not to be wrong with that. And we detect that. I send that patient to see her physician, her PCP primary care physician uh -huh. just say no uh, you didn't have you don't have any problem and the the patient said the way this gentleman told me yeah that i should get it checked i need to see someone else and then she went to see another doctor yeah and boom it was there right and then the doctor said this person saved your life right because it was a tumor that developed i'm telling you Guys, there is a lot of information and I cannot wait to go dive in yes. into those information. Yeah, I can't wait to get the information out of my brain and out into the world. I'm super excited. For me, there is a lot of information of saying, how oh, I'm going to get all of those out. Anyway, thanks God is a podcast. We have like a lifetime to get yeah. this thing out, <laughs> to get this thing out. And if we go a little bit further, it's not only brushing, flossing, that is very important. Brushing, flossing, the way you brush, the way you floss. I'm sure in our next uh, step, we're going to, uh, Jennifer, going to show you guys how to indicate how to brush because there are different techniques how you can brush. That is very important that the basic of OIG that can save you years of trouble 
and that can you know save your teeth until you turn 120 years right. old. That's what I said to my patient, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, there's more than that than the mouth. It's not only teeth. It's more. It's the gum. It's the tongue. The, the tongue is your lips. Exactly, exactly. It's a your whole throat. thing. The it's, whole thing. The whole thing is the whole mouth. The whole thing. Pa a lot of um, patients think it's just teeth. It's just teeth. I'm like, no, we got to look at everything. Everything. No, it's more than teeth. More than teeth. I, I too, do an EOIO, an, an extra oral and intraoral exam. And the pa I feel all over their lips and their face. I grab their tongue. I feel their cheek. And they're, they're like, what are you doing to me? I'm like, I'm getting in there. We got to feel around in there. It's more than just teeth. Yes, def definitely, definitely. I during my tenure, I've like you know cancer or cancer of the tongue, the lateral body of the tongue. There's there's a lot of stuff that people should be aware of, mm -hmm. and we will be educating our audience about that. You're going to be yourself. You're a mini doctor for yourself, right? You know, because no one know yourself better than than you. Correct. You need yourself, you need your mouth, you need your body. And if you don't have a good mouth, not teeth, you will not be able to eat properly. If you cannot eat properly, that is a problem. Your nutrition, your diet, all the stuff will be a problem. You it's know, it's connected to your gut, to your stomach, your digestion. And it's we are a whole. It's not like, oh, it's my head, it's my arm. You cannot say, I don't need my arm, I don't need my teeth. That's really hurt me when someone come, uh, come to the practice. I want my teeth out and I want dentures. That's another topic completely that we, are, uh, that we will be uh, we right. will cover. We'll, we'll discuss uh, it. Yeah, we'll discuss that. It's like, take that tooth out. I don't need it anymore. It's bothering me too much. No, if you can, if you can uh, change, if you can repair that, you know, you can fix those teeth and keep them. That's what that's you, you should be doing. That's the best way to go. That's the best way to go. Yeah. Pretty much, that's the main reason I want to. I wanted to start this podcast, yes. and I'm sure this podcast will turn into something even bigger, where more people will be able to watch. Right. What will be demonstrating for you to take better care of the mouth. That's yeah. one of the reason I chose that name. Mouth matters. Because it really does. It does matter. It's, it's very important. It's a very important. Super very important. important. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> okay, very good. Um, so let's move on to oral hygiene basics. Um, there, so there are a lot of different products and tools and things out there to make sure to ensure that you are taking good care of your mouth, but we're going to start at the basics. We're going to start at step number one later on in other episodes, we're going to add more things on, but right now we're starting at a basic level of things that everyone should have in their bathroom to make sure that they are cleaning properly. Exactly. Exactly. And <laughs> and one of the things I can say that people need in their, you know, for their routine, then a routine care, mm -hmm. having a soft toothbrush. Yes, toothbrush. Yes, not I, not not a toothbrush that you can clean your pot. Correct. No, no. I always say no medium bristle, no hard bristle, soft or ultra soft. Yes. Um, 
a lot of people don't realize having a medium or hard bristle toothbrush can actually damage your enamel, your tooth structure, and your gums. You literally can just brush away your teeth and gums. Definitely. And if I go like, hey, Jennifer say enamel. What is enamel? Enamel is the enamel. part that you see <laughs> in your mouth, like the crown. And what you see, Jennifer, how like that is white. What you see that cover the tooth that help you to bite that that hard substance mineral minerals yeah. that cover it of that the enamel it can be white it can look a little bit yellow we don't want it to be right. dark we don't want it to look like charcoal we want right. it to be a little bit yellowish and right. white correct white um so yeah you the enamel is like the hard hat on the tooth it protects the tooth um and uh it also slows down the cavity process and it prevents stimuli like hot cold and sweet things from getting in the tooth and causing nerve pain um sensitivity so we want to protect that enamel we uh, enamel we want to protect the gum so toothbrush basic Basic, yes. you get some type of toothbrush. I don't care what, you know, if you like an Oral-B toothbrush, a Crest toothbrush, I don't care what the brand is. Just get a toothbrush that is soft or ultra soft bristle. Definitely. And it can be different. Like you say, it can be like electric toothbrush. It can be manual toothbrush. Right. A lot of time I prefer the electric toothbrush for some of my patients because for dexterity, the person can have like some mobility problem. Or even that the person can have some dexterity, but because it's rotate faster more than the manual toothbrush, is depending on the case, electric toothbrush can be good. Yeah, it's more and yes, it's more efficient, and it should be replaced at least every two, every two months or three months. And make sure you take it yeah, the head of the toothbrush, not the toothbrush itself. If for no. the manual, yes, exactly, because it's too. It's quite expensive anyway. You don't right. want to throw money away. And if you have a manual toothbrush, if you have a manual toothbrush, what you can do, you can change it every 30 days. That's my best recommendation because by that time, the bristle will be open. We're going to have a, a episode about that to go deeper about different yeah. type of toothbrush, you know, when the toothbrush needs to be changed. But at least I advise to change it every 30 days if you use it manual to brush because because it's wet it's moist it's dirty brush your tongue with it bacteria like bacteria. exactly bacteria will it's like an old dirty sponge hour. after a while like you know when you clean your dishes with the sponge and after a while it starts to smell moldy and gross and it's time to throw it away and get a new one same concept with the toothbrush like event you gotta don't hold on to it you gotta throw it away get a new one exactly exactly recommends every 30 days i like to make it easy for my patients to remember every season so it's about to be summer throw away your toothbrush get your summer toothbrush in the fall get your fall toothbrush winter winter toothbrush spring spring toothbrush a lot of people can remember that yes i yes i i agree with you you know my preference is like for the bacteria it's dependent how and it's important on how you take care of your toothbrush. Mm-hmm. And we will we will dive when we're going to talk specifically about toothbrush, about brushing. We're going to talk more about it, how to properly take care of your toothbrush. 
right. and all of that. Before we go into that thing about the brushing, we want to make sure our audience know it's not only one it's just brushing for brushing. There is they have different technique of brushing. There is one that call Stillman brush method, right? We will dive in it when we go into the brushing, but at least for now, I want uh, our audience to know about that that technique. Uh, know about different technique uh, or method that is there. We have still men brushing method. Is it good for patients that have gingivitis? Right? I'm not going to dive in it much. We will go back. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we will talk about it. The other one is called bass brushing method. Right? They call it circular method as well. It's the same pretty much about the 45 degree angle that we'll be talking. We'll tell you more about it. And that technique is good for patients that have periodontitis. That's mean disease of the periodontium that have gum, periodontal ligament, and all of that. When you go to the dentist, they tell you, oh, you have periodontitis or early periodontitis. And then they say, oh, you start losing bone, bacteria live underneath your gum. You know, and you start losing bone. That's periodontitis. When the gingivitis and we have your gum inflammation, you have bleeding, that gingivitis. And you have another method that's called charter brushing method. The charter brushing method, it is best for orthodontic braces, or you can brush directly to it. We will talk about it. We will talk about it soon. And we have the circular brushing method. This is the most common method that people use, like when you go to the dentist. It's all, you know, you do like rotate, rotate the toothbrush and with lateral position, you start in the right side. I'm sure that's the one that we're going to do in our break. And that technique, that's the one that they start teaching us since we were kids because most people know it. And you take your time, each teeth or a, each tooth will be clean or the group of tooth a teeth will be clean, right? Make sure everything is clean. And one of the things that's very important even with brushing, like we say, it's to brush your tongue. That's part of brushing. Right, Jennifer? Um, I recommend using a tongue scraper, but we can get to that later. Yes. I, you know, I agree with you. The tongue scraper is good, especially for some people that have thrush. You know, thrush is like people that have the white thing in their tongue or hairy tongue and all of that. Like, you know, I just said my patient, you know, the brush itself, the back of it, have like a tongue scraper in it to help you or if not just just brush your tongue make sure you always clean your tongue so we're gonna do later on we're gonna do an experiment where we're gonna brush our tongues to see how clean they get and then we're gonna use a tongue scraper to see how clean they get i i do get a lot of patients that are like well i just brush my tongue just think about what the name of the tool is that you're using you're using a toothbrush it's not good for the tongue i mean it it can work, but it's not an effective tool. Yes. You use a tongue scraper is meant for the tongue. It's a highly effective tool. Using a toothbrush for the tongue is better than nothing, but but a tongue scraper is where it's at. Yes, I agree with you 100%. You know, it's better you do something than do nothing. The best thing to do is to have a tongue scraper for the tongue. Correct. I agree 100%. Get those those get those bacteria out correct <laughs> just for Charlotte. so um just kind of 
going back to our basic items. So basically the two basic items you should have um, in your dental hygiene kit is some type of toothbrush and um, some type of floss. Um, so we've touched base on uh, toothbrushes, get a manual toothbrush, get an electric toothbrush, some type of brush. It doesn't matter the brand or the kind. Um, but also get some floss. You can use string floss. You can use floss picks. String floss um, is the better of the two because you have more um, control with your fingers. Um, but some people have a hard time getting their fingers all the way in their mouths. They might have dexterity issues. They might have um, their hands might be really large. You know, it's just hard to get in there. Um, floss pick is a good alternative. A floss pick is just as good. It's easy, convenient. Patients will definitely, people in general, will definitely floss more with a floss pick. So if it is not my first, it's not my first pick because I always say to my patients. The pig, you know, you will need different pig because when you, especially when you have a lot of plaque, it's like uh -huh. you're putting those bacteria, even your insulin, like in different in interdental space. Interdental space means between the teeth, different teeth. Uh, with the strings, right? Mm -hmm. You can you can roll it and get a fresh floss. Right. You know, but like we say, it's better you do something than do, do nothing. Do nothing, yes. But and make sure well, when you use the pick that you rinse it out at least. I tell the patients time. to just like do a quad and then throw it away and then get another one. It just depends on, you know, like if it looks nasty, toss it out. It's okay to use more than one in your mouth. Like it's okay to use 10 in your mouth if you really need to. So floss pick, you can throw it away and get a new one. My, 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 my technique is to use the arm length. <laughs> it's use the arm length of, <laughs> of the string. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, but it, anyway, there's a technique to use it because you can cut your gun. Yeah, we're going to go yeah, over we're that. We're going to go over that. We're, we're going to go over everything in like more detail. So, but yeah. those are my, those are my two recommended uh, recommendations for um, basic oral hygiene needs, the two tools that you need 100%, you need a brush and you need floss, period. Yes, definitely. 100%. 100%. Very good. Okay. So we talked about our uh, oral hygiene basics. Did you um, have any fun dental facts or dental trivia for us now? Yes, I think so. I think so. A one of oh man, I cannot wait. It's quite interesting. It's quite interesting. I would like. I'm going to ask you some questions. You're going to ask me some it, questions. Yes, pretty much for dental facts. Can you tell me this thing that have the best dental care? Oh, okay. Repeat. What you said. Can you tell me this state that have the best dental care in oh, America? The state that has the best dental care in America. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you kind of hit me with this one earlier. Wyoming. No, Wisconsin. Is that the best? Wisconsin? The best dental care. Sorry to say that. I don't think it's Connecticut. Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The next five. Which state have the least cavities? Which state has the least cavities? Cavities. People don't have least cavities. Um... I always think it's someplace it's fancy, California, because they really care about their teeth. It starts with the W. 
It's Wisconsin. You got it. You got it. <laughs> Love Wisconsin. 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 My, my people from Wisconsin. <laughs> Let's come it is. Go, people. Go, my people. I have lots yeah. of friends in Wisconsin. I lived in Wisconsin for two years. So, yay, Wisconsin. Nice. I, I guess you contribute to uh, to that to that fact. <laughs> me. I help them do that. <laughs> that's good that's good that's good okay the next one sadly which state have the most cavities which state has the most cavities yes um so i feel like it's one of the um um poorer states so mississippi um alabama um ohio maybe you're not too far but which is it What's the answer? I'm letting you guess. Um, Tennessee. I know it's not Georgia. It's you have Texas is one of them. Oh, Texas. Uh huh. Yes. However, Montana has one of the highest percentage adult with poor fear oral health condition. With what oral health condition? Yes, poor or fair oral health condition. Poor or fair oral health condition yes. in That's Montana. Been I think we might need to move to to Montana. To yeah, right. Yes. But, Luscious landscapes. I'll go yes. there. Yeah. My people from Montana, if you are listening to us, that's okay. You will be okay. You will be okay. <laughs> Invite us yeah. over. Definitely. Definitely. Okay, Jennifer, what do you have for us to at least? I know you have some fun things. I'm ready. Okay. Let's roll. So another thing that I think is really important, um, a lot of things that I hear from the patients when it comes to managing their oral health at home, brushing and flossing, they always say, I don't have time. I don't have time. And you have to make time. You have to prioritize it. And I think this is the perfect opportunity for um, us and our audience to pause. Go grab your toothbrush. I have my toothbrush here. Hudson, do you have your toothbrush? Oh, yes. It's right here. Our audience members, please take five seconds, pause this podcast, run, go get your toothbrush, and then come back. I'll give you five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, get your toothbrush. And we're we're going to have a brushing break. So we're going to just work it in, in here. We're going to be accountable for brushing. We're going to take accountability and we're going to make sure we get it in today. So two minutes, two minutes for brushing. Here we go. And you're willing to get us what to do. Okay, perfect. So just pick a side, pick a spot, just start there. I like to start on the bottom right. I'm doing modified bath method. I'm brushing the gums a little bit, angling my toothbrush down a little bit. You have to massage it. Gently massage and mm-hmm. massage and brush the gums. It should kind of like tickle. Get in there. I go all the way around. You should be on the left side now. Little bitty circles. Mm-hmm. Also, don't brush too hard. If you're holding your toothbrush with the full fist, you're brushing too hard. Hold your toothbrush. You're killing, you killing the teeth. You're the brushing cup. your enamel away. So just hold your toothbrush with your fingertips. Imagine, mm-hmm. imagine a wand or a paintbrush. Okay, we brush the outside bottom teeth. Get the inside. Really brush in there. Get in the nooks and crannies. Oh, yeah. It's important, yeah. right? Yeah, get it in there. I like to go back and forth. Like if I feel like I've missed a spot, you can go back. It takes two seconds to go back. Get the top, the biting surface of the bottom teeth. Get in yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Go back. Take them out. 
Uh-huh. Jump to the top tees. We're ready for our top teeth now. Start on the outside. Mm -hmm. Little circles. Make sure you're getting that gun line. Move on around. Mm -hmm. Get the other side. Mm -hmm. Brush the inside of the top teeth, the tongue side. Get in there. Mm. Also, change your mindset about brushing. A lot of people think, oh, I hate doing it. I think to myself, mm, I'm massaging my teeth. I'm massaging my gums. Mm, it feels so good. Get that biting surface. Get in there. Mm. Okay. And it's been two minutes. And you, we didn't even need toothpaste. We didn't need water. My teeth feel clean. Do your teeth feel clean? Oh, yes, 100%. But 100%. with the toothpaste, it will be It'll best. Be better, yeah. But when push comes to shove, if all you have is a toothbrush, no toothpaste, you can still get in there and do what you need to do. So be accountable to yourself and love yourself and make sure that you're taking time out of your day to spend two minutes with a toothbrush in your mouth. Yes, definitely. Nice and clean. Nice and clean. And one, one thing that I want to mention as well, you know, we are talking about the, about brushing. One thing I always say to my patient, you know, you floss. We're going to go through the entire sequence, how to properly take a, a off your mouth, right? Or off your teeth. It's, you know, you floss, you brush, and then if you have a mouthwash, it can be whatever it is. Mm -hmm. That is good. It's not like a for mouthwash. It's not like everything. Like for example, just an example. I'm not endorsing any product. Let's say Listerine. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm just. Oh, That's I'm a just really Listerine. So, yeah, a popular yeah, brand. It's popular. So, well, yeah, and then oh, you know, no, it doesn't work like that. It's not all mouthwash. That's mm -hmm. good for everyone. Right. There are some, there's some people that might need something that have morphine in, in it. There is someone that might need something that good for gingivitis. Or no alcohol. Can, exactly. No alcohol. That's my favorite. No alcohol. A, a mouthwash. Or you can use a pretty much natural type, you know, or they call it a bio or bio, a, a mouthwash as well. It's mm -hmm. your preference. And if they do the work, just go with it. Right. Or you have to listen to your provider. Your provider will help you to choose the best type of mouthwash or toothpaste that can help you as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm pretty much how I was excited about our podcast today. And I cannot wait for the next episode. Thank you so much, Jennifer. And you you have the rest before <laughs> you can text our audience. And I'm so excited for the for this journey together. I'm really excited too. Um, I've had a great time uh, on the first episode. We have so much to cover. Like we're never going to run out of topics. There's so much to talk about. There's so many people to talk to. Um, I'm really excited. Um, I'm just excited about everything in general. So um, it's it, sky is the limit. Definitely, we're going all the way up. Definitely, definitely, because we have to take care of the mouth because mouth, because what? Mouth, mouth matters. matters. <laughs> we'll see you next time to the next, in the next episode, guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.
That's it all for today's episode of Math Matters. Thank you so much for joining us on our journey to better oral health. If you enjoyed our conversation, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, feel free to reach out to us on social media or email us at mouthmatterspodcast at gmail.com. Keep in touch and send us your feedback. Until next time, keep smiling and remember your mouth matters.